the truth is, is that I've been hanging on to this old cheese grater for a really long time and it drives me bonkers and I should just go get another one because they're not, they're not really all that much money. And I think maybe I just got burnt out on like how many things we did reuse my whole life and we repurposed and maybe I'm just, you know, trying to go against the grain a little bit, but it really, there is something to be said about this concept. Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you, who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. I've got some exciting news about an incredible event that I'm part of, and it's completely free for you to join. But guess what? If you are a photographer, thinking about becoming a photographer, dabbling, have been at it for a long time, then I want you to go to chelseajoe.co backslash photographer because I am going to be sitting on a panel with so many other incredible speakers at the Plan to Profit Photographer Summit happening February 7th, 8th, and 9th from 10 to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. I partnered up with the host of Bookmore Clients Photography Podcast, Brooke Jefferson, and so many other incredible speakers for a virtual summit that is specifically for photographers to plan their most profitable year by shifting their mindset, boosting their confidence, and gaining business insight. Again, tickets are completely free. Head over to chelseajoe.co backslash photographer so you can snag your seat and be able to hear me talk about my four core workflows, how you can apply them to your business, incredible tips for creating systems around work and dinner and all of the late nights and the crazy schedules and all of the different questions that you might have, I'm actually going to answer them live inside of Land to Profit Photographer Summit. I hope to see you there live hopping in on the chat. If you want more details, head over to chelseajoe.co backslash photographer. And now what do you say? Let's jump inside of today's episode. I know we're talking about habits. We're talking about habits today. I'm so excited. We've been talking all things new year and January. And I will say that January, (laughs) this has not been my normal January. Um, well, what's normal anymore, right? Right? Like what's normal? I, side note, have found myself texting the word meep and merp, M-E-R-P and M-E-E-P quite frequently lately. I don't really know what those words mean. I don't really know what emoji you use, but it's been like a merp or a meep. Raise your hand. (laughs) Raise your hand if you're feeling the same way this January is me. 
I don't know what's in the air, but you know, I'm not hitting it very hard over here and that's totally fine. It's okay. January was better than December, although December was blissful for so many reasons, but if you guys have been hanging out with me here on the podcast, you know, December was quite an eventful month for my family. Beautiful for so many reasons, but I feel like January has just been like a lot for a lot of people. And I'm excited to kind of talk about that here on the show. Not inside of today's episode though. Um, but I do have my co-working space. always appreciate the little signs that they put up that say, you don't have to do things harder just because it's January. Like it's okay to just like ease into the year. And I'm so here for that. And I wanted you to know that because every episode that I've put out in January so far has been like, set goals, accomplish a ton of things, make 2024 great. And I really do think you should. I just am really being honest with the fact that that doesn't happen all at once. And it's a great feeling and it's so amazing to dream. And I've got incredible systems to help me implement a lot of my dreams. And I want you to have that too. But for whatever reason on this late afternoon, I just feel like sharing with you my heart on the matter because we're about to dive into three key habits that you need if you want a more minimal lifestyle. And I think that that is absolutely necessary if you actually want to accomplish any of the things that we've been talking about here on the show in January, especially if you are a work from home mom, homeschool mom, busy mom, mom that's doing something else other than momming, which even if you're shall I put in air quotes, just being a mom, which I don't believe that there's, it's not, it's not what people think. There's so much, right? It's so much to do. And, uh, I have a real appreciation for mothers in seasons past mine, because every season of motherhood that you go through, you become exponentially more wise. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in my life. Truly, truly ever. And I know for certain, the one thing that I learn every single season is that I want less things in my house. (laughs) Can I get an amen? I mean, I did not have coffee today, but I'm in a mood. This is going to be a fun episode. I hope you're ready. It's actually really straightforward and I'm feeling this vibe so hard in my life right now. I just want to throw everything away. I want to throw it all away and only keep what's most important to me. Like for my kids, like I wish that I, you, I wish I could show you a video right now, which can somebody give me a vote if they want me to start a YouTube channel. Can I get a vote on a YouTube channel? right now. (laughs) That is the 16th thing that I have talked about that is not on my script. It's okay. It's fine. I just want to know if I should start a YouTube channel because I probably am. I think I'm thinking about it. And uh, I just want to know if you'd be interested. Would you be interested in watching some of the things that I talk about here on the podcast? Or are you just like, ain't nobody got time for that? I'm literally doing this every single time when I'm driving, doing the dishes, doing laundry, or cooking dinner, because I think that's what you're doing. So, and if that is what you're doing, more power to you. But I do want you to take notes. You know that, right? I just think that you should see the amount of stuff that my children have upstairs in the loft in their bedrooms. I kid you not, we can't walk. The dog, I haven't talked about the dog, and I'm not going to today, but the dog, 
has insane agility skills. Like he needs to be put on a course with hoops and beams and bars and cones because what he's able to do with the toys is not something I'm able to do. And I just have a sneaky feeling that one day when they come home from school, a lot of stuff is going to be missing. But we're not specifically talking about decluttering today, although I may sneak that in. I really want to talk more about a minimal lifestyle because when you don't have a minimal-ish lifestyle, because I'm not minimal by any means, but I'm minimal-ish, you reduce the amount of constant noise that's in your brain and you allow yourself to have more bandwidth. And that's really what we're looking for. So these are the three key habits that you need if you want or are working towards a more minimal lifestyle. First, right out the gate is a little thing that I like to call toss unused items. Even if they're not old, I have the word old written here, but that's not really the case. Unfortunately, consumerism is a beast and sometimes we buy things that are go unused for a long time and they're not old and they need to be tossed. So let's look at a few things that maybe you could potentially just, even while you're listening to this, you could be tossing or thinking about getting rid of that's unused. Things that are no longer serving a purpose and no, you don't need to hold on to it. I promise you don't need to hold on to it, right? So let's just talk about food. This is not one that people typically think about, but your pantry is crawling (laughs) with old food. And so are the doors and the drawers in your refrigerator. So that's one of the best places where you can go. In every single one of these nooks and crannies, if you can get a little bit more minimal in your fridge or in your pantry, it's automatically going to give you more bandwidth for cooking, for processing food. And that's huge. So here's a few other things, kids, clothing, papers, like stacks of papers, papers and envelopes, papers and envelopes galore. Just get rid of them. Don't even open them. I promise you are going to be okay. (laughs) You don't need it. Right. How about your mail? Um, socks. Let's just go to the sock drawer. Let's just go to the coat closet, right? What about your makeup? Ooh, that's a good one. Cleaning supplies. I have found this to be one of the most beneficial things that you can minimize in your entire house is your cleaning tote or your cleaning caddy. Holy smokes. If you want to talk about tossing unused items, just go to that area. Now, look, the funny thing is, is you might be thinking, well, Chelsea, then I would have nothing to clean with because it's all unused because I don't clean. That's probably not what we should be doing here. I do want you to keep the things like one or two rags. You don't need 45 and like one sponge, not all of all of them. So just pare some things down. A couple other things, obviously we talked about your fridge, but condiments just right out the gate, like just go Look at how many ranch bottles you have. And if any of them are still within the expiration range, that's amazing. But I can guarantee you have so many jars and bottles in your refrigerator right now that are expired and you should get rid of them. Um, And then while you're in the kitchen, why don't you just look at cooking gadgets? How many rice makers does one need? How many cooking things 
gadgets, spatulas, spoons, straws. I just went through my straws. I'm like, look, I use this one stainless steel straw and nobody else touches these. Why do I have 500 in here? So we got rid of those, donated them, obviously. Okay, let's look at the second key habit. And before I go on to that, I want to make this point is I'm not just talking about doing this once. I'm talking about making a habit of it. So making a habit of these three things is what we're really trying to focus on. So we're talking about getting in the habit of tossing old and unused items. And obviously I just gave you a list of all of the things that you can go and start looking through, but I want you to be looking through everything all the time. When you're in the bathroom, when you're under the kid's vanity, when you're in your linen closet, when you're doing laundry, when you're in the garage, when you're in the car, like always be looking for these things and just take it with you as you go. When you get out of the car and go into a grocery store, 98% of the time there's a trash can there. Like take the things with you be on the lookout at all times for things that you can be getting rid of or donating, right? That are no longer serving a purpose or quite frankly, are just trash. Okay. Number two, the second key habit that you need to build is to buy less and repurpose often. There are so many things that you can repurpose that make me absolutely overjoyed and excited. And some of these I've really lost touch with over time. I feel like my parents were both so incredible at this. And, you know, our generation is very different. I feel like it was our generation where this really changed because my parents didn't grow up with the ability to consume like we did. Like they had catalogs at Christmas time. You might be much younger than me, but if you're somewhere in your mid to late thirties and older, you know, we're really the first generation that could go to target and go to Walmart. Like I remember when Walmart became a thing, I remember life before Walmart and I clearly remember life before Amazon. I'm twitching over here. Like, I don't know what I would do without it, but like, I remember when you had to fix things and you had to, and this is even thinking about what my grandparents went through and other generations, like people used to repurpose things because mass manufacturing wasn't an option and have drones delivering things. They didn't have Ubers and whatever other crazy amount of delivery services that they have. Now they never had anything remotely close to that. And I think about this often because I watched my parents do it all my life And it's such a beautiful gift. And I love watching my kids do this creatively speaking. So here's a few things that I jotted down that you really can either do one time or honestly just get in the habit of buying less. Repurpose things more often. Can you squeak out six more months of that cheese grater? And I say that because my cheese grater is actually broken, but it does the job. And I am like, look, it's 99 cents. Well, the figment one at Target is probably not 99 cents because if you have not seen the figment line at Target, oh my gosh, I kill myself. We are literally talking about buying less and I'm, I'm giving you 
I am giving you an actual ad that I do not get paid for to go to Target and buy something from the figment department. I am the problem. It's me. Hi, it's me. I think there's a song by Taylor Swift about that. Um, it's so crazy how marketing is such a beautiful gift to my life and it is to everyone's. We love it. But the truth is, is that I've been hanging on to this old cheese grater for a really long time and it drives me bonkers and I should just go get another one because they're not, they're not really all that much money. And I think maybe I just got burnt out on like how many things we did reuse my whole life and we repurposed and maybe I'm just, you know, trying to go against the grain a little bit, but it really, there is something to be said about this concept. So here's a few things that you can think about. And one that I love so much is repurposing outfits, really getting a good understanding on fashion and how, and not even fashion in like I'm talking fashion and like an athleisure wear, like make yourself look cute while you're doing dishes fashion. Okay. I mean, I love, I, I've been obsessed with like the whole fashion industry and modeling and like fashion design and clothing design. I was super into that for a long time and I still care a lot. If you ever go over to my Pinterest boards, you'll see all of my inspiration. I pin things over there pretty regularly But there's something so beautiful about knowing how to take those pair of jeans and dress them differently for this decade than you dress them for the last decade or the last two years even, right? Because things change so quickly. And I think that's really even a bigger part of the problem is just how quickly things are changing and and it's fun and we want to keep up and there's a lot of different reasons for it. But that impacts the rest of this list too, which is decor holidays, right? What can you buy less of and repurpose during the holidays or decor in your house? Like I just redid all of the shelves and I was so proud of myself. So we just got built-in shelves, like an entertainment center built-ins in the living room and in the new house that came with nothing but flat paint white walls everywhere, (laughs) you know? Blaine was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You know, you should go to Hobby Lobby and go to a couple places and get some decor for these shelves. I was like, no, I've been saving and collecting for like ever, like literally since we got married for this moment in my life. And it's just really cool. Like to be able to say, I do have like two or three pieces of artwork that I need to purchase, but of everything, like that's it. I repurposed everything for that and I didn't have to buy anything, which makes me really proud of myself. A couple other ideas of things that you can get into the habit of repurposing are school supplies, even homeschool supplies, and just this overarching, again, like putting this, these lenses on that allow you to look around your house and think, how can I make things more use reusable around here? I've done a couple different podcast episodes on, on what I have made reusable in my home. And that would be, if you're feeling called to do that, that would be a great episode to go listen to. And just kind of getting in the habit of trying to repurpose something like, okay, cool. That pillow doesn't work here, but will it work somewhere else? And looking at everything as an opportunity to be repurposed. 
Okay, let's look at the third habit that you absolutely are going to eat up and you're going to love this so much. This habit is one that I feel like I have been craving, I've been doing, and this is really my wheelhouse and it's creating consistency in your schedule. If you want to have a more minimal lifestyle this year, you have to focus on creating consistency in your schedule. That needs to become a habit. Day in and day out, what can you make more predictable in your day? It's absolutely vital. Can it be dinner time? Can it be bedtime? Can it be what you eat or when you eat? Can it be what you wear or when you're actually getting dressed or when you're doing your laundry? Or how about the day that you go to your grocery store? Like my entire method of time management and to-dos and not having lists really all comes down to this philosophy right here is creating consistency in your schedule. And the reason why is because I've never had it and we don't have it very much. And so I have to work really hard to create consistency that minimizes so much chaos in your life that creates a minimal lifestyle. This is something that I want you to be looking at long and hard all the time, as often as you can. Where can I create consistency with the way that I speak to my kids, the way I love my kids, the way I cook for my kids, the way I clean this house, the way I show up to my job, the way I interact with my husband? Like, What can you become more consistent in? Because that consistency truly is what is going to create that light feeling that a minimal to minimal-ish lifestyle provides. I am so glad that you hung in there with me for this entire episode. I know we went on a whole journey and I had a great time. This was a really fun episode for me to record. I still really want your vote on that YouTube channel. And, uh, Maybe that just might happen this year. Pretty sure it's in one of my project cards, but I feel like I need a big, like, you know, give me a big thumbs up somewhere if you're all about the YouTube channel. Give me that little push, that little boost to do that project because we all need that sometimes, right? Well, this is your push. This is your boost to get out there and commit to this project in your own life to be able to create these three key habits so that you can have a more minimal lifestyle this year. All right, friend, I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanna extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee-deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and post it to your stories. Because together, we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, 
but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.